VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the TyRat.com studios, TyRat.com. Yeah, we get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road has protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TyRat.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. So, um, a lot of people have come out critical of the um, promotional aspect of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey relationship, right? Including Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, right, who on their podcast. Travis is like, it's a little bit, little bit much. And the, the NFL, you know, kind of used it and promoted other stuff with it. The NFL has come out and said, the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news has been a pop cultural moment that we've leaned into in real time. It's an intersection of sports entertainment, and we've seen an incredible amount of positivity around the sport. You know what the NFL did? They did something awesome. They admitted that, yeah, we saw a window and we took it as opposed to, I don't know what you're talking about, which is what every other entity does. Right? Every other entity does. Like, for example, how much do you guys know about uh, bills you know, like Congress, congressional bills? Right? How, how much do you guys know about it? Like there's something you guys remember what you know what pork is in a bill. Anybody? No. You don't? What's, what's pork? Pork is, okay, let's say, uh, let's say there's a bill that they want to pass. Okay, so it's the, the legal, the, how about this one? It's the national legalization of sports gambling. That's like a real, that's a real thing. 
right? And so one state will say like, okay, well, look, who's on the on the fence because some of their constituents are for it, some of their constituents are against it, you know? And I don't even I don't even know like who votes against the sports gambling thing. I'm not really sure. Like, we're gonna give you more money. You're gonna make more money off taxes. Anyway, whatever. I, I think the Bible belt, you know, has been held back by we wanna stay true to not having people gamble on sports, even though they gamble on sports. Whatever. So the pork is something that usually has nothing to do with the actual bill, but you get put into the bill, you get extra, you know, government funding for some other project as a way of kind of greasing the wheels to get you to vote in the favor of the bill. Does it make sense? So say it's sports gambling legislation. You're like, yeah, you know what else? Uh, Can you throw in there that, uh, can you throw in there, you know, a hundred million dollars so we can do, you know, roads, uh, roads and, and bridges and something in our state. And it gets piled in there. And that's why those bills, when a, a congressional bill, there's like, like stacks of them. When the actual bill is like a couple pages long, but they add in things to get them to, if it's, if, if, if you got leverage, get somebody to throw something else in there. Do you, do you understand, Jay Stu, what pork, pork is now? Yeah, that makes that sense. Make, okay. Maybe like I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Sure. I mean, it's how business works. Like I, I, I hate to be the guy that says that's how, but that's, that's how it works. When we do, we do this with, with some of the people who advertise with us. Right, like they want Colin's show and Dan's show, and they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to take Doug's show too." Like, oh, jeez, fine, fine. Give us five minutes with a conversation with Jason Stewart, and we're in. And they're like, oh, "Can can we watch a blind date that Jason Stewart was on with Jason Stewart, and we'll do it anyway?" That that's what. That's what pork is. How did I get to pork? How did I get to talking about it? Oh, I know. Um, but if you ask a congressperson about the pork in the bill, like, that had nothing to do with it. I was voting for it just on the merits of the bill. Right? I mean, honestly, this is brilliant from the NFL. Is it annoying that they're going to use it? To, and they, I guess, uh, you know, of the four entities that carry the NFL – Two of them um, ran the ran the promos for Taylor Swift's movie. Two of them did not. But how many times have we seen major corporations, major organizations, professional sports league acquiesce to somebody or try and cross promote or use something in time to benefit themselves? And then you ask them about like, nah, had nothing to do with it. Just random timing that worked out. By the way, here's uh, Travis and Jason Kelsey on their podcast talking about the NFL. Is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? Not I think, take away. I think everybody's take away just like overwhelmed your feelings with... for Taylor. What is your honest opinion <laughs> on how the NFL is treating celebrities at games? I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. You know, I think. Uh... I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to to what you're watching. But at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure, especially my situation. Right. I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it. And um, 
a lot of uh, a lot of the people watching. Go ahead. Let's hear it. I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games. Like basketball has to figure it out. They're all courtside. They're sitting there. They show them once or twice, and then and then they but they get back to the game. The NFL is like, oh, look at all these A-list celebrities in the game. Keep showing them. Show them. Show them. Show them. Dude, listen. You show them once. Let them know they're there. Maybe after a touchdown, you get a little clip, but it, you can't. You can't be overboard with it. Yeah. People are there to watch the game, right? Well, I've never understood a lot of the celebrity things with the showing it. But it's a lot like celebrity endorsements on TV, uh, on, on TV ads. You know, like, I, I mean, I'd like to think it doesn't work, but it does. Like, who didn't buy Air Jordans because Michael Jordan wore them when we were kids, right? And it was based upon Air Jordan. He could fly, you could fly when you wore them. But, you know, now as you get to an adult, it's a lot harder for me to, you know, do I only... My son is one of the great consumers of all time. I Like, if somebody he likes, if Playboy Cardi were to promote anything, he's going to want me to buy that thing. Playboy Cardi's like a... He's a rapper, but they have mosh pits. I don't, I don't know if you know his music. I guess it's hip-hop. Uh, this honest question. Does a celebrity at a sporting event when you're watching at home, because that becomes like an endorsement. That That's the thing that I I think Travis Kelsey was getting there is it's like they're, they're going like, I watch this. You should too. I pay money to go to the seats. You should too. Does that, does that make you want to watch a sporting event more to me? I don't, but again, I'm also, a bit of a contrarian, not as much of a contrarian as Jay Stu is, but a, a bit of a contrarian in that in many ways, I want to watch the games that no one's watching be like, man, this game is awesome. The, all those idiots went to, you know, it's like, I'm not want to say idiot, but you know, it's like how many, I'd like to see how many of the celebs show up for Colorado's game against Arizona state. Like that game doesn't matter. It's a little bit of what Washington State was pushing back on when they played Oregon State in football. Like, this is actually the really good competitive game that, you know, we might have the best quarterback in the country. He's throwing 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, and you're not paying attention. You're missing it. Dan Byer, does it bring anything to you when you see celebrities at a sporting event? Um, A little bit. Because... And I'll just use the, I think, most famous celebrity of them all when it comes to sporting events, Jack Nicholson. When Jack's at the game, you know that it's a big game for the Lakers. So, yeah. So, I will say, like, in that instance, if Jack's there, then you know that it's heavy. And I also will say, in that specific instance, obviously, he's usually would be there for the Celtics or the Warriors. But if he shows up to a Grizzlies-Lakers game or, let's say, a Denver Nuggets game, it also tells me a little bit that maybe that other team has arrived a little bit. So, Respect. It, yes, exactly. Respect. Jay Stu, does it do anything for you when you see... Now, Dodgers, for example, are playing on Saturday, Saturday night, like 6.05 first pitch, right, against the Diamondbacks. You're very nervous about this. You think you might as well just hand the series, by the way, to the Dimebacks. I mean, he was in a catatonic state of the fact they had to play the Dimebacks after losing. This doesn't the make any sense. Year. Makes what, no sense. What that they're not reseeding? Yeah, they <clears throat> they don't reseed after the wildcard round. That's just stupid. The Braves earned the right to play the worst seed out of the wildcard round. And who the Braves play? They play the Phillies, who have a really good chance of beating them in a short series. So yeah. Major League Baseball is saying. 
the Braves were the best team in baseball, but they could very well lose their their LDS. And Morosi told us that yesterday as well. That was one of the things he mentioned yeah. to you in the interview was that Philadelphia had a good chance of beating the Braves because of their pitching staff. Mm. Um, well, also Philadelphia is a zoo. I mean, that's a hard place to play. A hard place to get wins. I mean, that's... That's what that's what and, and Atlanta's really good too, by the way. They they don't have the viciousness of the Philadelphia sports fan, but I, I think that, I mean that stadium, is that still Citizens Bank? They already did change name. The Citizens Bank, that just swallowed them up. I have no swallowed, idea. Swallowed up Miami. Swallowed up Miami. Anyway, does it do anything for you when there's celebs there, there? No, no, it doesn't for me. I'm I'm completely callous to that. But I I do think that the NFL is not looking to um bring eyes or people to the yard that are already there i think the taylor swift thing their marketing goal here is to get people that typically don't watch football to watch right so in in this specific case um jack nicholson's a great example by dan that that's completely different from what i'm talking about the taylor swift thing is the nfl is trying to appeal to people that didn't normally watch the nfl right they're not trying to appeal to me i need to watch it you know ramos what do you think when you turn on a game and you see celebrities there. I think it's interesting, but it doesn't. It's not. <laughs> I think it's interesting, but it's not something that I look for. Yeah, not at all. Nope. I'm always amazed when we go to Ramos and there's random sounds playing in the control room, <laughs> and he's in control of all the sounds. Well, not, I'm not in control of this sound. Okay. I'm sorry yeah. About that. That's a that's a Jason Stewart thing. So uh, Jay- he's got things he's doing over there. Yeah. He's what? Are you watching YouTube, Jay Stewart? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, no. The um, here's what happens when um, when the host is late for the for a recording. I need to I need to work extra hard to get this thing up during the show. <laughs> that boomerang. Well, that's, that's, I love it. Love it when when you have my back. I always <laughs> always have yours, Jay. <laughs> uh, oh man, we're just one big one big happy family. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, how about this? We done with the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing? Like, it feels, again, it feels now, doesn't she have to go to all these games? Right? Because to steal your Jack Jack uh, Nicholas, uh, Jack Nicholson analogy, sorry, bear, my bad, go to the right one. Jack Nicholson analogy, doesn't it mean that Minnesota doesn't matter, you know, or the network doesn't matter if she doesn't show up? Yes. But I think that there are two things in play here. Number one, the Bears game just happened to be the game that week where this kind of became public. It was, what, a week three game? So they had their season opener. They were on the road in week two, and they come back home and it's, hey, because Travis Kelsey said, you rock the stage at Arrowhead. I'm going to show you how I rock Arrowhead. By scoring a touchdown when we're up thirty-four to nothing, <laughs> great, great pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. He had seven catches that game, but then the next week you're in New York, and it's Sunday night, so you it's it kind of kind of had to go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then but, uh, you know you call up Hugh Jackman, you call up Blake Lively, and she definitely called Blake Lively, not Ryan Reynolds, right? Like you, you call yeah. and you check with yes Blake. Do you want to bring your husband? You know. And they go and roll deep into that thing. Yes, that makes sense. But now it's Minnesota, but now are you thumbing your nose at the good, hardworking people of the Twin Cities that you don't want to appear that game? <laughs> oh, I don't think so. 425 Eastern time kick. 
It's not a primetime game. It's okay if you miss this one. It's okay if you miss the next couple of ones. Broncos, Chargers come to town on a, you know, uh, in a couple of weeks. Sunday afternoon game. So which one does she need to show up for? Because isn't she going? Didn't we say she's going to Buenos Aires? November or 9th is her first uh, concert in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yeah, I mean, because here's the here's the problem. If we're led to believe this is a real relationship, right? She's gone to the first two, and as you mentioned, like those were two games we knew they were going to win, regardless of timing of it. Okay, so now, like, if you stop going, and then they're like, you, you know, there are people tracking her all the time. You know, Taylor Swift was just in Nashville hanging out, having lunch with her friends. They're like, well, why weren't you at the football game? And then we're like, okay, it was just, it was all a sham anyway. You saw the report, the Andrew Marchant report, uh, where the NFL went to each of their partners and asked them to do the Taylor Swift movie promos. Um, CBS and Fox did not, or uh, the other two that they've been on did or something like that. ESPN did or whatever. ESPN and Um, NBC? Yeah. So, and remember the... The conspiracy theory from earlier in the week that I presented was that she does CBS on Sunday and then the Amazon game next Thursday, and then she's done. She she, she hits every. So you think this whole thing is just all one big promotion? Absolutely right. It's like when uh, when that they haven't have they made out? Oh no, them having sex or doing anything, it's fine. They're too attractive. They're too attractive. <laughs> they're too attractive people, and they're thirty three years old, and I don't care what they do, but. The whole ruse is this, like, when you guys saw Dennis Rodman uh, dating Madonna, we all thought that was a publicity stunt. It was a publicity stunt, and nobody even thought twice about it. No, there were no like. Well, if, if they're in love, then this is a good story. I don't think it was a publicity stunt. Oh, I did. I, I think reasonably headed people did. But for whatever reason, we're clinging to this ruse that this is a real romance. And from second number one, I haven't bought it. Okay, well, I I bought it from this standpoint, right? Like, Travis Kelsey is doing the thing that all of us as guys in some part of our brain wish we could do, right? He basically created his own bachelor show, right? He dated 32 women in a summer. Was it 32 or or 50? Wasn't it one from each state? Wasn't that the the thing? No? I thought it was 32, but I, I could be wrong. Because I did a, I actually did an interview with him in a promo on the show when I was at C, when I was at CBS, and I was like, "Did you really like? Did you really?" He's like, "Yeah, dude, I did it all. It was fun." Like he's like, "We were just messing around with the idea, and then we called up a couple of guys, and then there, then there was the show." So he's done. He's like just doing all this stuff. Like, hey, what, what if, like, what if I just like asked Taylor Swift out? Like, dude, she never go out with you. All right, I'll make a little bracelet. A hit on her on social media, a go to her concert. I mean, what what's the point of doing all this if you don't get crazy rich? And then if you're crazy rich, like why do guys like sports or play sports or do things like so you can date women that are on many levels above your level? And you can sit here and go, Travis Kelsey is a Hall of Famer. Taylor Swift's the most popular, most famous woman on the planet right now. So she's above his level. And he's able. He's doing what dudes would love to do. David Beckham. I just watched the uh, first episode of the documentary on Netflix. Yeah. He he got Posh Spice or whatever her name is because he's one of the most famous people in the world, and that that is something to admire and look up at. And most of us can't do it. But there was something there was something much more uh, at play here, much more coordinated or forced about this Kelsey thing. And I just confirmed c- catching Kelsey. 
50 women, 50 states. Well, he ended up, then he ended up dating the, the, the one who won. And now she's coming out seven years later. Be like, yeah, he cheated on me. Bad yeah. guy or whatever. Like, where were you the last six years? Oh, she's trying to catch some cloud on this deal. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Um, I, I just, I like that the NFL leaned into it. They're like, yeah, it's popular. Yeah, it's a crossover. So what? So what? Was the, was the initial, was the first crossover of our lifetime, Run DMC and Aerosmith uh, walk this way? I think that's the first crossover. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I got a lot of things that I want to get to here on, on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, Commanders, Bears tonight. Um, I just, I do think that there was a big moment, big moment for Ron Rivera that they didn't take advantage of against the Philadelphia Eagles. Matter of fact, that game is being replayed right now uh, on the NFL Network. Uh, we'll get the thoughts of Kerry Rhodes, who joins us, the former defensive back with the Jets and, of course, the Cardinals. He's now a Fox Sports Radio uh, NFL con- Fox Sports Radio NFL contributor. He joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. And um, like Kerry, look, I I think that the league has evolved some since you played, especially now where. 
you know, the benefits to going for it, even in not getting it at the end of a game, going for two, going for the a first down on, on fourth and short. It seems like if you don't go for it, if you're conservative, uh, you, you catch a lot more wrath as opposed to, you know, the further and further you go back historically, the more conservative coaches were in the National Football League. What do you think for the, uh, the fact that the commanders didn't go for two uh, when they tied the game in the fourth quarter against the Eagles? Ah, oh, man, that's, that's, that's a tough one. But, yes, the game has evolved, obviously. Yeah, I mean, in, in my time, I mean, fourth, fourth and one on your 45-yard line, you're punting the ball, right? So, so I mean, the these guys now with the analytics and going forward on fourth and one, even fourth and two in certain situations where they think it's statistically the way to go, analytically the way to go. It's, just, it's, 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 it's fun, kind of. It, it reminds us of, of, of playing Madden when you play – at home with your brothers and you, you never punt the ball. It's, it's kind of come to that. And, you know, teams are being aggressive. Head coaches are being aggressive. But, you know, Ron Rivera is a, an old-school guy, man. And so, you know, their defense is, you know, coming into the year was supposed to be uh, a weapon of theirs. And so I, I can see why he would trust them uh, in an extra period. But, again, you got the, the, the Eagles on the rope and you have a chance to take a – to go for the win. I, I, think it's, I think it's just your philosophy. And I just think Ron Rivera is an old-school guy. Um, it's interesting. The Eagles, though they won and they're undefeated, most of us are watching yeah. like, man, they're not really dominating teams. Jalen Hurts doesn't look as tremendous as he did last year. Uh, yeah. What do you think is different about this Eagles team? I just think uh, the league is catching up to what they're doing a little bit. And I think, you know, we, we like to anoint guys as the guy um, a little early. And that's, that's kind of what I see with Jalen Hurts. I, I mean, I, I love the kid. I think he's really good. Don't think he's great yet. And I think some of those things about him coming out of college, you know, about him, you know, passing the ball or, you know, certain things about him, I think they do hold up, right? But at the end of the day, I just think teams are catching up. And also the Eagles, I mean, coming into the year, I thought they'd take a little step back. And, I mean, it kind of held serve for me. Let's but they're still four zero, which is crazy, <laughs> right? Right. It's like I would rather be four zero and not playing great than two and two and really showing some signs. Really showing some signs. What do you think of how exactly. Zach Wilson played? Zach Wilson's going to be—he's going to be fine. Um, I, I know. I mean, even coming to the year with Aaron Rodgers, some people looked at that schedule and said there's a realistic chance they could be one and three, right, or two and two, and they'd be happy. And so they're in the same spot that a lot of people kind of saw. I mean, you know, optimistically, you think they would, you know, probably win one of those or even two of those with Aaron Rodgers, and it could be different. But, you know, it, it, it's a situation where I think they're trending up. And I, I, I still have faith in them being able to uh, put string some games, some wins here together and, and, and get back in the conversation, the playoffs and all that as well. So I, I, I'm still on board with them. I think Zach has um, – he just, he just looks good. He looks comfortable. He looks – and I don't mean just playing. I think I'm talking about him as a person, as as a human. I think he's at ease. He, he's at peace at the moment, and he has a chance to, uh, you know, have those guys rally behind him by the way he's conducting them, conducting himself and and putting him putting himself behind the team. He's not in front of the team anymore. He's just one of the guys, and I think that suits him best. Evan Neal came out, and uh, you know, <laughs> he he made fun of burger flippers. He did some stuff, didn't he? <laughs> uh, he, he, he? He did. And, you know, you got to be 
I mean, you got to be smarter than that to, to those are the people who, you know, pay your salaries, fill up the stadiums, buy your jerseys, etc. But what's behind it is they're not playing well, right? They're just not. And they should be better because they've, they on, on paper, fixed the offensive line. On paper, the wide receivers are better. Why aren't they better? Yeah. No, their quarterback isn't that good. He's, he's, a decent, he's a decent quarterback. And if you don't have your top player playing, who is Saquon Barkley, obviously, then it falls on his shoulders and he can't get it done. Um, by himself. Now, he can get it done within the framework of if everything's clicking and, and it's looking well and it's on on time, everything, but he's not a guy that's going to go out and be the determining factor if they, if they can win. Now, he can be the determining factor if they lose because the quarterback position is such a you know uh, an important piece to the puzzle, but yeah, I just think it's that. And I think they overachieved last year. I, I mean, I remember in the summer I, I called them not even making the playoffs. So I, I, I never, I didn't think they would have a, a really, really good year two in, in, in day ball system. Anyway. And I love day ball. So I just didn't see them as a, as a real threat. Terry Rhodes joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio Cowboys taking on the Niners. Of course, uh, we, that's, that's a high level football game. Yeah. High football. level football game. What are your thoughts? Yeah. What, what, what are you, what is it? From a guy who looks at football at a much higher football IQ level than the rest of the world, what are you looking yeah. for? Man, this is going to be a this is going to be a game of wheel. I know a lot of people talk about that. Uh, you know, like both teams are physical in their strength. So the Dallas Cowboys defense is their strength. Even though they got playmakers on offense, it's a defense. Physical, fly around, great coaching, all that versus. The same exact thing on the offensive side for San Francisco, right? Great coach, great game planner, great schemer. Skill, skill position, I mean, second to none. And a quarterback that just seems to do everything right. So it's going to be a game of, you know, strength on strength, San Francisco's offense versus the Cowboys' defense. And this just takes me back to my childhood. I was a, a 49er fan growing up, obviously, like a lot of people were with all the – all the, the talent and, and, and the names they had at that time. And, it, you know, all those epic 90s playoff games. And, you know, it, 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 was, it, it was similar to that, right? Like Dallas was, you know, good defense, ran the ball. Troy Smith made timely passes. San Francisco was just high-flying offense that nobody could stop. The West Coast game, which was, you know, at that time, you know, um, just humming. And so it takes me back to my childhood, and I'm excited to see it. I – I'm a firm believer that San Francisco is the best team in the league, and um, I, I, I can see Dallas winning this game in the regular season, but I just think San Francisco is the best team, and I think they're the better team, and I, I see them winning the game. But I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas won either. No, I, I wouldn't either. Why is Pittsburgh's offense struggling? Oof. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of things. People get um, excited, and you know, whenever they see a glimpse of anything or – doesn't matter when it is. You see a glimpse of it, and it becomes your truth. It's your truth. People thought that Pickett was going to take a, you know, a big step forward, and you know, from his time, you know, from his games in the preseason, it looked that way. But I just don't think, I don't think that I don't think they're that good either. And you know, to have the play calling that they have in these games, and to see how they played, and just, it just it doesn't look sharp at all. So I don't know. I don't know if they need to get to get back to the drawing board of what. 
who they are identity-wise. I mean, even the run game, Najee, Najee Harris doesn't even doesn't even look good. So it's 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 been all bad in Pittsburgh, and 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 for Mike Tomlin, the guy that I you know that I really respect and I really think is a good coach, he has to do something really quickly here. I I just I don't see it with that offense. I don't know. It's you oh. know I just. You know, when they're under center, you know they're running. When they're in shotgun, you know they're throwing. And it just seems very, you know, everybody else is trying new stuff, and they seem to be doing stuff that people did 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And, no, and, they're, and they're, it's not like they're that good at it. So I'd, what what did, the, what did the Bills do? Give me, the, give me the schematics. Try to explain to me. No one was able, like the, the Patriots, they, they wanted to take away Tyreek Hill, so yeah. they just ran the ball against the Patriots, right? Um, yeah. the, the chargers, I don't think they had a good, good, good beat on what the dolphins were doing. Cause they didn't have tape and they were chasing them all over the field. Now, obviously the dolphin, I mean, the, the Broncos couldn't, you know, they couldn't stop a nosebleed. what the bills do schematically. Schematically. It's just, you have to, you have to let two of those guys not beat you in explosive play. So they made them, you know, go to the field. Um, and also, I mean, again, that's a division game, so they know each other a little bit better than, than others would. Um, obviously, we all have the same tape available, but when you see a, a, see a team a couple times a year and you have enough data on what those guys like to do, no, ma- no matter what they're doing, window dressing-wise, which means motion, shifts, all that things, all that stuff that you know, Miami does really well and really creatively, all that stuff doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you're still going to – tendencies are going to show up and you're going to do the same stuff that you do. There's going to be a few wrinkles in the game that may catch you off, off guard, but at the end of the day, it's all about tendencies. And so when you play a, a team like the Bills have multiple times and have seen, seen those games for the, for the last couple of years, you have an advantage. Plus, I mean, Buffalo can score right with you, right? So they're not worried about trying to play ball possession to keep the ball with me. They're trying to go score, too, and, and that's what Buffalo did. They went out and scored and played really sound defense. And, I mean, Buffalo coming to that game was one of the top defenses in the league, but you know, people wanted to see them against, obviously, the team that just hung up 70 points, and, and they showed you. I mean, Buffalo surprised me, surprised me this year as well. I, I thought they would uh, take a little step back as well. I mean, still be a playoff team and all that, but, I mean, they're humming right now. They are humming right now. Kerry, great stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Unbelievable insight that only you can bring because you played it, you lived it, you did it, and now you share with us on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you again. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Lefty on lefty. The infield is in. And the pitch to Bryson. Fastball hit in the air. Deep to right field. Going back is Sanchez. He's going to just watch it go. A grand slam for Bryson Stott. He has lifted the roof off the building. And the Phillies have opened it up. They're on top seven to nothing. No balls, two strikes. Soto ready. He kicks the pitch. Strike three called. He got him looking. A hundred miles an hour. And Chisholm takes it for strike three. And the Phillies take the wild card series. Sweeping Miami with a seven to one win. Broadcast. That was our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. The call on the WIP, Phillies Radio Network. Phillies beat the Marlins 7-0. Now they get a chance to take down the Braves. So why don't you kill me? Let's get to Dan Byer with the press. The press. you got? It allows me to say that I was wrong because uh, on this program earlier this week, I didn't think it was a huge deal about the Rays' attendance, saying that it was a wild card series, only to see the atmospheres that we saw in Philly, just there in Minnesota, uh, even in Milwaukee, in defeat in those wild card games. Seems like the Rays were the exception and not the rule when it came to attendance at the wild card matchups. Um, how much of a, I don't know if you want to say pass, do you give Tampa because it was a midday game? A little bit, yep. Yeah. Some leniency. It was a midday game with the Dodgers. Would there be an empty seat? Um, Maybe way up in the like right field corner. I would say yes. Okay, but that's also fifty thousand we're talking about. Like that, Rays only hold twenty five thousand. So that no, was bad. Yeah, and it was by announced nineteen. Yes, you know, announced nineteen. Yes. Right. So, so my uh, my apologies there. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not really, but oh, yeah. but I am. <laughs> Evan Evan Neal apologized today uh, for those who missed it. 
Uh, and if you were working flipping hamburgers or grilling hot dogs or whatever it was, uh, here was hey, Evan, Evan Neal. Evan I got some apology. hamburgers for you right here. I got a hot dog for you right here. Hey. Here, here, hey. Was, here was his apology to you. I'm remorseful, and um, I definitely could have used a better choice of words. Uh, you know, coming from humble beginnings myself, I never want to belittle anyone, uh, regardless of their financial status or their occupation. So I really just wanted to apologize for what I said. All right, we're good. Like, you say something dumb. I just I'm not gonna be sure. one, I'm not gonna be that guy that's just like oh you know like like Lagreca's rant was good but he's like if you see him in the Super Bowl boo him like really that's what you're gonna do if they turn around and go to the Super Bowl the last thing any giant fan on earth is gonna do is boo him very fair also last night on Survivor in terms of apologies a girl said to another uh, castaway. Mm. Tell me what I need to apologize for, and I'll apologize so it makes you feel better. <laughs> that's that's one of the great non-apologies of all time, isn't it? <laughs> oh, tell great. me what make, Tell me what I need. To, what, what she says is, tell me what I need to say that'll make you feel better, <laughs> and I'll just say it, and then we'll move on. Give me the magic word so this goes away. Uh, I think some top golfers would like Alan Shipnuck to go away. Shipnuck, uh, great, great writer for a long time. Had the book about Phil Mickelson that sure. that uh, made a lot of headlines. He's been on this show before. Well, he's got a book about the Live Golf PGA Tour rivalry that occurred. And an excerpt of it was actually posted by Kyle Porter, of, who covers the game for CBS. And this is what one former Ryder Cup teammate said of Rory. McElroy, bleep Rory. I'm so sick of hearing about how he's some kind of hero who's saving golf. He's bought and paid for like everybody else. It's just that his money is coming from the other side. So Justin Thomas sees that. He says, I'd like to speak on behalf of a lot of tour players and say we're sick of Alan Shipnuck doing what he does. Bring positivities, bring positivity and good stories to help grow the game of golf, not try and make money bashing guys earning zero trust with a lot of incorrect information. There was also an excerpt that Brooks Kepka called uh, certain PGA Tour players country club boys. Yeah. And Brooks Kepka took Justin Thomas's tweet, which was ripping on Shipnook, and said, and live players as well feel the same way about the writer and author of the Fire Pit Collective. Huh. So, but so. is he not telling the truth? <laughs> Correct. This is this the whole thing. It's like everybody talks, everybody, uh, a dear friend of mine, He's like, I, I at one point in time, when I when I left ESPN, I I left a five year contract on the table, uh, and I really liked my time there. And I remember, like like a year and a half later, I had a buddy call me up, like you know, so and so talks ish about you, and this guy talks ish about you. And so I called my, I was talking to my friend about it, and I was like, man, I'm just so bummed because I had such a good experience there. And he's like, look, dude, everybody talks ish. That's what they do. You know, it somehow makes people and. That's really what this is. Yes. You know? Sorry we like the juicy details. It sells books, but it, it's not it's not true. If it's not true, tell us what's not true. Correct. And uh, Alan took to his own Twitter page and said, you know, what Justin wants is PR, uh, not journalism. The tour has been incredibly decisive with Liv, and I captured that. It's not my role to whitewash things. So that was Alan Shipnuck's response. Very, very good and proper response. The NCAA's ruled that North Carolina wide receiver Tez Walker is now eligible, so he'll be able to play for the Tar Heels. But maybe more importantly in college football, Doug, Pat Fitzgerald suing Northwestern, his former employer, $130 million lawsuit for wrongful termination. And he's going to get air. That's, they're going to settle. They're going to settle. Maybe some of the Northwestern players that are angry will wear $130 million 
uh, on their shoes instead of well, they the just won, they just, Didn't they just win a Big Ten game? Was it last yeah. week or week before? Yeah, they beat Minnesota a couple of weeks ago. Beat Minnesota. And no LeBron James this Saturday, guys. Not going to play in the uh, preseason opener. Our uh, buddy Mark Medina had that one. Sausage-making process. Uh, LeBron says he's going to play in three preseason games. <laughs> just won't be this Saturday in their opener. King that's won't the race us with his presence. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. What do you like tonight there, Dan Byer? I like the Bears to keep it competitive, but I'll pick the Commanders. Uh, what about you? Okay, remember the Commanders are a six-point favorite at home, Jay Stu. Uh, I think the Bears will be grounded. Um, that, that, I, that was a terrible play on words. <laughs> I'm going to take the Commanders to win in commanding fashion. Check out the In the Bonus podcast. It's live now. This is Doug Gottlieb Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN.